Welcome to Zichud Daf Siman, remember by Ram Goldhar, and today we're Zechus Beya Daf Yud Zayin, the second parak Yantum. So the three types we're going to focus on. Number one is Tan Nabrais, Shabbos Shachal Yos Berosh Chodesh Obochosh Moed. If Shabbos falls on Rosh Chodesh Ochoa Moed in the evening, morning, and afternoon, Mispal Sheva he davens the regular seven brachos, but Omer Meina Maora Ba'Avod and recites the Alvi Yabo that reflects the occasion, referring to Rosh Chodesh Ochoa Moed in the bracha of Avoda. And if he didn't mention it, Machzirino, so we make him recite it again. Rebbe disagrees and says, B'hodah, he mentions it in the Brach of Thanksgiving. Rashi explains that according to Rebbe one inserts Yalba Yabo and Hodah, just as Al Hanisim is inserted in that Bracha on Chanukah and Purim. And for Musab, he begins and concludes the middle Bracha with mention of Shabbos, Ba'omer Kedusha Zayom Be'emsa, and mentions the Kedusha of Rosh Chodesh or Cholomod in the middle. Rabbi Shimon Gamliel and Rabbi Yishmael Benosh of Yochum and Roka say that whenever one is required to recite the seven Brachas, Kedusha Zayom, is mentioned in the middle of the bracha, just like it's done on Yantav. Rav Huna said the halacha doesn't follow their opinion. Point number two, the Gemara asks, Mishul heniach eruvi tabshiwan. If someone did not establish an eruvi tabshiwan, hu nesor v'kimcho nesor, is he prohibited to bake for Shabbos and his flour is also prohibited? Or perhaps his flour is not prohibited? The Gemara clarifies that the nafkamina is that if his flour is also prohibited, then he must transfer ownership of his flour to others in order for them to bake from. The Mordechai explains that while it's generally forbidden to acquire ownership of a possession on Yantiv, it is permitted where it's necessary to facilitate performance of a mitzvah, as in the case of someone acquiring a lulav on Shabbos. Here too, acquisition of the flour would be necessary in order to prepare someone's Shabbos meals. The Gemara brings an explicit price that states that in such a case, he should transfer ownership of his flour to others so that they may bake or cook for him. And pointing with you, the Mishnah on Dav Tezvav Amabay State regarding the Eruvi Tavshilin, Achu Oshavad Lo Yevashal Abatchila. If one ate it or it was lost before the preparations for Shabbos had been completed, one may not cook in reliance on it primarily for Shabbos. On our Dav Abay said Natina, we hold the following tradition, Gomer. If one started to prepare his dough for Shabbos and his Erev was eaten before he finished baking his bread, he may finish baking. So once again, the three points are number one. It was taught in a brace of Shabbos, Shechol Yos Rosh Chodesh, Obochol If Shabbos falls in Rosh Chodesh, Obochol in the evening, morning, and afternoon, Mispal Sheva, he davens the regular seven brachos, Ba'omer Me'ein HaMa'orah Ba'avodah, and recites Yalav Yavah that reflects the occasion, Rosh Chodesh or Cholomod, in the bracha of Avoda. And if he did not mention it, Machzirino, so we make him recite it again. Rabbi Yezer disagrees and says, Bahodah, he mentions it in the bracha of Thanksgiving. Rush explains that according to Bulyazer, one inserts Yav, Yav, and Hodah, just as Ahanisim is inserted in that bracha on Hanukkah and Purim. And for Musa, he begins and concludes the middle bracha with mention of Shabbos, Ba'omer Kedusha Zayom Be'emsa, and mentions the Kedusha of Rosh Chodesh, or Cholomod, in the middle. Rabbi Shimon Gamliel and Rabbi Yeshua ben Nosho, Rabbi Yochim ben Broka say that whenever one is required to recite the seven brachos, Kedusha Zayom is mentioned in the middle bracha, just like it's done on Yantav. Rabbi Huna said, Halacha does not follow their opinion. Pointing to the more as Mishul and Niach Eruvi Tavshiwan, if someone did not establish an Eruvi Tavshiwan, Hunasar, Vikim Hunasar, is he prohibited to bake for Shabbos and his flour is also prohibited, or perhaps his flour is not prohibited? The more clarifies that the Nafkamina is that if his flour is also prohibited, then he must transfer ownership of his flour to others in order for them to bake for him. The Mordechai explains that while it's generally forbidden to acquire ownership of a possession in Yantiv, it is permitted where it's necessary to facilitate performance of a mitzvah, as in the case of someone acquiring a lulav on sukkahs. Here, too, acquisition of the flour would be necessary in order to prepare someone's Shabbos meals. The Gemara brings an explicit price that states that in such a case, he should transfer ownership of his flour to others so that they may bake or cook for him. 
And point number three, the Mishnah on Dab Tezvav Amabe stated regarding the Aruv Tavshilin, Achlo Sha'avad will Yavashlo Betchila. If one ate it, or if it was lost before the preparations for Shabbos had been completed, one may not cook in reliance on it primarily for Shabbos. On Ardaf, Abai said Naktinin, we hold the following tradition, Hischil Visasav and Achlo Eruvo Gomer. If one started to prepare his dough for Shabbos and his Erev was eaten before he finished baking his bread, he may finish baking. All right, so now we go to our Simon Duff Yudzayin, and our standard Simon is a used car salesman, a used car salesman. So here goes. The used car salesman who gave all his customers a free where to say Yalbi Yavon Rosh Chodesh that falls in Shabbos chart in the shape of a car told his wife that he forgot to make an Erev Tavshilin, and then he had to sell their flour when in fact he ate the Erev. Once again, it's a motion. The used car salesman, used car salesman, that must be more in Duff Yudzayin. The used car salesman who gave all his customers a free where to say Yalva Yavon Rosh Chodesh that falls in Shabbos chart in the shape of a car, which reminds the Gemara discusses where to insert Yalva Yavo when Shabbos falls in Rosh Chodesh or Cholmod, whether it's inserted in the bracha of Avoda or in the bracha of Hoda, just as we do for Alanisim, for Chanukah, and Purim. So the used car salesman who gave all his customers a free where to say Yalva Yavon Rosh Chodesh that falls in Shabbos chart in the shape of a car told his wife that he forgot to make an Erev Tavshilin, and then he have to sell their flour. Which reminds the Gemara asks, Mishul Aniach Eruv Tavshilin, if someone did not establish an Eruv Tavshilin, is he prohibited to bake for Shabbos, and his flour is also prohibited, or perhaps his flour is not prohibited? The Gemara clarifies that the Nafkamina is that if his flour is also prohibited, then he must transfer ownership of his flour to others in order for them to bake for him. The Gemara brings an explicit price that states that in such a case, he should transfer ownership of his flour to others so that they may bake or cook for him. So the used car salesman who gave all his customers a free where to say Yalbi Yabon Rosh Chodesh that falls in Shabbos chart in the shape of a car told his wife that he forgot to make an Arab Tavshilin and they'd have to sell their flour when in fact he ate the Arab. Which reminds the Mishnah Dav Tezvav Amabay stated regarding the Arab Tavshilin If one ate it or if it was lost before the preparations for Shabbos had been completed, one may not cook in reliance on it primarily for Shabbos. On our Dava, by Sidnaktinim, we hold the following tradition, If one started to prepare his dough for Shabbos, and his Erev was eaten before he finished baking his bread, he may finish baking. So once again, the used car salesman who gave all his customers a free where to say that falls on Shabbos chart in the shape of a car told his wife that he forgot to make an Erev Tavshilin and that he'd have to sell their flour, when in fact, he ate the Erev. All right, now it's time for our four Bobat Chazara. Daf Yud Gimel, so the Simmer Daf Yud Gimel is a Bar Mitzvah boy. So here goes. The Ben Levi Bar Mitzvah boy, Bar Mitzvah boy, that must be more Daf Yud Gimel. The Ben Levi Bar Mitzvah boy, who proudly made wine from the Meister grapes he was given to give Trumas Meister, which reminds us, it was taught in Abraisa, that a Ben Levi to whom they gave ears of grain for his Meister, Osa Osengorn, must make them fit for a granary, meaning he must completely process the wheat before separating from his Meister. And similarly, if he's given grapes, he must make them to wine and olives, he must make them to oil. And then he separates from his Meister from them and gives it to his Meister to a Kohen. Shekashem, Shechuma Gadol, and then he tells us, El Minagor Yakev, for just as the Truma Gadol is not taken other than from the granary and from the wine press, so true, Trumas Meiser is not taken other than from the granary and the wine press. So the Ben Levi Bar Mitzvah boy, who proudly made wine from the Meiser grapes he was given, to give Trumas Meiser, and knew to only give Trumas Meiser and not Truma Gadoa from his Meiser, 
which reminds us what Bishimu Lakish said, if one did the separation before separating Truma, while the grain was still in the ears, he's Pater from Truma Gadol, as the Pasuk says in reference to Maeser Shaini, and you shall separate from it Hashem's Truma, a Maeser from the Maeser, which teaches us, I told you, referring to Levi, to separate a Miser from a Miser, meaning Trumas Miser, and not both Trumagadoa and Trumas Miser from the Miser. So the Ben Levi Bar Mitzvah boy, who proudly made wine from the Miser grapes he was given, to give Trumas Miser, and knew to only give Trumas Miser and not Trumagadoa from his Miser, had his guests peel off cups full of barley kernels to eat at a Shabbosuda, which reminds us, the Gemara brought a mission from Miser that ruled that one may not peel off barley kernels, collect them in his hand and eat them without first separating Meiser. Yet, the Gemara concluded, based on the practice of Rav and Rav Yichia, that one may peel off and collect even cups full of kernels on Shabbos. Rav Shesh's braid Ravini explained the difference between the halakhas of Shabbos and Meiser in that regard to Shabbos, Malachas Machshevah's Asr Torah, the Torah prohibited only calculated labor, meaning a professional activity. Although peeling out barley kernels by hand is considered the Gemara Malachah from Meiser, it's permitted on Shabbos, for it's not a Malachas Machshevah's, a calculated professional labor. Daf Yadol. So the simmer Daf Yadol is a hand, and we use often a juggler. So here goes. The juggler, juggler, that must be more Daf Yadol. Yad, hand. The juggler massively juggling salt, spices, wood, and stone pestles, which reminds the Beisham Beisho agree that crushing salt requires more machinery than crushing spices. And Rafunu and Rechisto offered different explanations. One said all cooked dishes need salt, but not all cooked dishes need spices, meaning that even a person did not know which dish he would cook before Yantiv, he certainly knew that he would need salt, and therefore he should have crushed salt before Yanti. The other one said, All spices begin losing their flavor after being crushed, but salt does not begin to lose its flavor after being crushed. And the nafkamina between the two explanations is, when he knew before Yanti was going to cook a dish that required spices, or in a situation that he decided to cook a dish, on Yanti with Marika saffron, which does not lose any flavor after being crushed. So the juggler masterfully juggling salt spices, wood and stone pestles, while doing borer absolus from kidneys, which reminds us the next mission states that if one wants to separate a mixture of kidneys and psolus, such as earth and straw, on Yantin, Beishamai say, borer ochel ba ochel. He must separate the food from the psolus and eat it. He may not separate the psolus from the food because Beishamai prohibit borer on Yantin as well, even when it's for food preparation. Beishil will say, borer kadarku. He separates in the usual manner by taking the psolus from the food. According to Basil, Bora is permitted on Yantav because it's a malachim that may be performed in preparation for food. So the juggler massively juggling salt spices, wood, and stone pestles while doing Bora of solace from Kidneys was touched when his neighbor sent him a cow as a present, along with wine and oil on Yantav. Which reminds us, the next mission states, Beisham may say, Ein mishalchim miyantav elamanos. We may not send presents on Yantav with the exception of ready portions. Rashi explains that only food ready to be eaten and not commonly left over until the next day, maybe send to friends. But Basil said that we may send animals, beasts, and fowl, whether alive or shechted, as well as wines, oils, fine flowers, and kidneys, but not grain. Since grinding the grain could have been done before Yantav without detracting from its taste, it's prohibited to be done. Daf Tezvav. So the similar Daf Tezvav is a fruit bowl. So here goes. The Balabas who was sent to fill in an empty fruit bowl. Fruit bowl? That must be wrong. Daf Tezvav. To Bishvat. The Balabas was sent to fill in an empty fruit bowl by a friend. 
which reminds the last Mishnah on Dab Yiddar on base concluded, Zehagrod, this is the rule regarding what can be sent as gifts to others on Yantav, Koshine Usim Boba Yantav, whatever may be used on Yantav. The more he relates, the Rabshashan permitted the Rabban to send Tefillin on Yantav, but by Asrabshashas, how Tefillin could be sent when the Mishnah states that only what may be used on Yantav may be sent, and Tefillin are not worn in Yantav. The great answer is the Mishnah means to say, Koshine Usim Boba Chol, Meshachim Yantav. Whatever may be used, even on a weekday, we may send it on a Yantav. The Rajba explains that despite the fact that Tefillin have no Yantav use, the mere sending and receiving of gifts makes a person joyful and are thus considered a yunt of need. So the ball of bus who was sent to fill in, in an empty fruit bowl by a friend placed it next to a Zeruvi Tavshun, which was also set aside in a fruit bowl. Which reminds us, the opening mission of the second parak introduces the institution of a Ruby Tavshim, which permits one to cook on Yantav for Shabbos without restriction. The grass, what the reason is, the Rabban instituted the requirement of a Ruby Tavshim, and Rabbi said, so that one will remember to set aside a proper portion of food for Shabbos and a proper portion for Yantav. Rashi explains that setting aside the Ruby Tavshim will help him remember Shabbos and not consume all the food on Yantav. Ravashi said, so that people will say to themselves, if we may not bake on Yantav even for Shabbos, unless the preparations have begun before Yantav, then certainly we may not bake on Yantav for weekday use at all. So the Baal Abbas, who was sent to fill in, in an empty fruit bowl by a friend, placed it next to his Eru Tavshim, which was also set aside in a fruit bowl, and went back to enjoy his lavish Yantav suda that he borrowed money to pay for to be Makadish the day. Which reminds us that we have a Malkos, Rabbi says that a person has no specific Chiyav on Yantav, rather he may eat and drink, or he may sit and study. Rabbi Shua says, Chalkeo, divide the day. Chetzil Hashem, Chetzil Hashem. Half of it should be used in service to Hashem, through learning, and half of it should be used for yourselves, through eating and drinking. And the Pasuk, He Chedvaz Hashem, He Ma'uzchem, for the joy of Hashem is your security, teaches that, Kosh Baruch said to Yisrael, Banai, Rabu Olai, B'Kadshu Gedusha Sayom, B'Aminum Bi, B'Ani My sons, borrow on my account and properly sanctify the holiness of the day, and trust in me, and I will repay your loans. Daf Tezayin. So the similar Daf Tezayin is toes. So here it goes. When the acrobat with the big toes, toes, that must be more than Daf Tezayin. When the acrobat with the big toes received his circus check that completely covered his children's yeshiva education, which reminds us that all the person's income is fixed each year from Rosh Hashanah until Yom Kippur, with the exception of expenditures for Shabbos and Yom Tovi, and for the expenditures for teaching one's children Torah. For in regard to these expenditures, If one spends less, he receives less, and he spends more, he receives more. And this is learned from the Pasuk, The moon's renewal at the time appointed for our festive day, which refers to Rosh Hashanah, since it's the only holiday that the moon is covered. The word Kesek can also be understood to mean covered. And it says in the next Pasuk, Because it's a decree for Yisrael, a judgment day into the God of Yaakov. The word used for decree is chok, which can also mean sustenance. So when the acrobat with the big toes received his circus check that completely covered his children's yeshiva education, he jumped for joy and did so many backflips over the cow he was saving to eat for Shabbos, which reminds us it was said in the Bryce that they said about Shammai Azaken, that every day he would eat in honor of Shabbos, Shabbos. If he came across a superior animal any time during the week, he would say, this should be set aside for Shabbos. If he then came across a more superior animal, he would set that aside for Shabbos and eat the first one. But Hilo Azakin had a different standard. For all of his actions were done for the sake of heaven. And he was sure they would find a fitting animal for Shabbos when the need arose. As it says, Baruch Hashem, Yom Yom. Blessed be my God. Day by day. So when the acrobat with the big toes received his circus check 
that completely covered his children's yeshiva education. He jumped for joy and did so many backflips over the cow he was saving to eat for Shabbos that he forgot to make an eruv to have shilin and had to rely on the rubs, communal one. Which reminds us that if one forgot to establish an eruv to have shilin, he may rely on the rub of the city who established one for the entire town, but should not be negligent and come to rely on this time and time again. All right, that concludes today's year. This is Rabbi Avram Goldham. Wishing you a great day and great learning.